The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to Go to Market Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're going to publish an episode every day talking about the strategies you need to implement a successful go-to-market strategy. Joining us for Go to Market Week is Jordan Crawford, who is the co-founder at Blueprint, which is a company that helps startups that have found product market fit build scalable go-to-market systems based on identifying pain in the market. Blueprint systems get 11 to 33% positive reply rates on cold emails, and they've built a market system for companies like Main Street, Vouch, Fresh Paint, Primer, Pharos, and Ironclad. So far this week, Jordan and I have talked about why B2B outbound is jacked and why B2B marketing tools always fail. Today, we're going to continue the conversation talking about why it's not your B2B sales team's fault. All right, here's the third installment of Go to Market Week with Jordan Crawford from Blueprint. Jordan, welcome back to Go to Market Week on the Martech podcast. This has been great. I'm excited to have you. Hey, happy hump day. We're halfway there. <laughs> Hell yeah. So look, we've talked a lot about the underlying problem with B2B marketing is that people are focused on personalization, blanket cold email outreach, and they're ignoring targeting the pain that your prospects are going through as a signal to figure out who you should be reaching out to and what you should be saying. And I think a lot of the times what happens is first we say, well, the tools aren't allow us to get the outreach volume that we're having. And then we invest in tools and we start sending more spammy emails. And then when those aren't converting, we look and we say, you know what? This sales team sucks. These people don't know what they're doing. Explain to everyone why it's not actually your sales team's fault that your go-to-market strategy is failing. It's like trying to get from San Francisco to New York by throwing more parts in the car. And it's just not the right way to do that. If you want an effective way to get from San Francisco to New York, you first need a strategy. Where am I going to drive? What is the car going to look like? What kind of wheels do I need? What sort of gas do I need? You need a strategy. So the problem is that we hire these SDRs. These SDRs are generally like full of piss and vinegar, and they're just ready to go. Like, yeah, just give me a give me a phone, I'll call. So they're excited. You know, they are rejection machines. They're amazing at being rejected. 
So they have nothing but excitement. And the founder who has been doing this, right, this sort of founder-led sales, they have all the models. They started with a Cessna, they crashed the Cessna. They started with a 747, they crashed the 747. The only way that they got to fly that F-14 is that they've learned the thousand things that don't work. They have authority, right, because they are the founder and they know what does work. So I think that instead of saying to the sales rep, you figure out who to target, you figure out who to sell to, take what I've been doing as a founder and do it yourself. And I'm not gonna provide you any of the context to do that. We instead need to take a step back and say, who do we wanna talk to? Why do we want to talk to them? Find the ideal customer phone, define the buyer persona, make that stuff clear. And the SDR should never have to write another message and never have to identify who to target because the marketing team, the RevOps team, the sales team will do that work for them. Okay, so walk me through the process of setting your SDR team up for success. If they're not supposed to be just cold batching and blasting and they're not just supposed to dial for dollars, how do you give them the right information to make sure that they are helping the business? The way to think about this is that you need to be able to score your TAM, your total addressable market. And the way that a lot of people think about TAM is like, all right, well, how do I get companies? It's everyone, right? It's always everyone. Your TAM is always everyone. And that's a problem. You want to be able to score your customers against the way that you score your leads. And eight out of 10 of them from the outside look great. So first you need a strategy. And that means defining who is your ideal customer profile, defining the buyer. And I'll see this all the time. People are like, well, I sell to engineering data. I sell to marketing teams and I sell to sales teams. And I'm like, well, you sell poorly to all those teams if that's the case. So you need to define a buyer profile, an ideal customer profile, and then at least some way to rank how much pain that customer is in. And to give you an idea, there's a lot of cleavages that you can look for here. So like a good example is look for the size, right? Like how many people are set, are running Facebook ads, right? And how much are they spending on Facebook ads? And you can use similar web to get that data. So now you have an understanding what percentage of their traffic is coming from Facebook. And if you're a Facebook ad marketer, then you can have an understanding about what they're paying based on average cost per click. But you have to do all that work before the SDR ever shows up, right? Before they ever get in front of a computer. And if you do that, you can say to them, here are the 10 accounts that if you only called these 10 accounts this week, these are worth at least $2 million to us. So these are the people that you should send tacos to. These are the people that you should offer a free dinner in San Francisco at Bennu to. These are the folks that you can have your artistic SDRs work at. And everyone else you can automate by describing the pain to them. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, and instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. 
Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. I understand the idea of building the scoring system to understand which leads you want to follow up with, you know, and prioritize. But the SDRs aren't just responsible for picking who they're reaching out to. They also have to do the actual outreach. So is there a way that you can take the research you're doing and help describe the pain that a prospect is having to the SDR? So it's not just I'm reaching out to somebody who has high priority, but I also know what to say to them. Yeah. So in this model, the SDRs never write another outbound email again. They never write any messaging and they don't determine who to reach out to. That's all automated. Now, that might not be the case if you want to carve out, if you have an SDR savant and you want to add not only data, but personalization to this process, sure, you can say, look, I know that this customer is in a ton of pain and based on their number of employees or based on their traffic or based on any number of quantifiable data about their pain, I know how much money they're worth to me and how much pain they are in. Sure, let the SDRs do whatever you want to those folks, cold call them, talk about their cats, whatever. But the way to do this at scale is once you codify the pain and you structure that pain, the messaging writes itself because all you're doing is redescribing your research to the lead. Here's what I found. My customers have been in this same bucket. I think you're in this bucket because of these reasons. Did I get it right? And you can automate all of that, but the key is to put that research in a structured database, in a spreadsheet, in such a way that the messaging comes for free. So you can think about this as binary variables. Hey, Jordan, I see that you have an offline marketing manager. That's like a binary variable, yes or no. Or you can think about this as changes. I see that you've increased your traffic, but really all you're doing is describing what you have researched about the company in a structured way. And that email, if the research is done right, it writes itself for free. So I guess the last question is, as you're starting to think about setting your B2B sales team up for success, you're not only helping them understand who to reach out to and how to prioritize their leads, you're helping them understand the pain. How much are you sort of describing the research you're going through? You know, is the example, hey, Jordan, I see that you're working for a mid-market 500 to 1,000 employee company that has done events and decreased their event marketing budget and is starting to test in podcasting. I'm the founder of the MarTech podcast, and we've served people like your company come buy some services from us, right? Am I describing the research I'm doing in the email? How much are you actually sort of showing your cards of how you found them? You always show the math. That's the point. It's like you show the math and they can check the answer. So you're like, look, I think three plus four plus eight plus 12 equals six. Did I get it right? No. If you get silenced, <laughs> the answer is you got it wrong. But when you test this out and you say, well, I think four plus four equals eight. Did I get it right? And they're like, absolutely. It's eight. Yes, we have that problem. Then it's easy to scale that because you've done it in such a way that it doesn't depend on differences between each person. You've done it in such a way that the company research is key. And really the way that I describe this is that you need to build the assembly line. People are putting together cars individually and it's a bad idea. And the assembly line is really important here because the SDR can work on the tires, right? And they can work on that piece. And then they have an and on cord. So they can say, stop the line. I found a better way. I'm chatting with customers. We have it a little bit wrong. And then you can stop the line, improve the assembly line. But right now, no one has a metaphor for the assembly line because we're all thinking about this as building individual cars one by one. 
and we don't know if we're making a Bugatti Veyron or a Honda Civic, and that's the problem. A Bugatti Veyron, that's good, right? <laughs> I think so. I don't even know. I may have got that wrong. I know Bugatti's a thing, Veyron's a thing. I don't know if that's a real car. I drive a 1994 Ford Explorer. <laughs> anyway, it sounds fancy. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Jordan Crawford, co-founder of Blueprint. If you'd like to hear more of Jordan and Blueprint's tips to building an effective go-to-marketing strategy, we're going to publish an episode every day this week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back with us tomorrow morning when we talk about how to quantify and score user pain. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Jordan, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes, or you can visit his company's website, which is blueprintdata.io. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our once a week newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.